welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium-ish. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we talk all things paranormal, go on the occasional investigation, and receive messages from spirit and our spirit guides along the way. This is Ghosties. (laughs) Ooh, hello. Sorry, I was moving the microphone around. (laughs) Did it make a bad noise? No, it just turned on really fast and it scared me. Oh, it's like, my bad. Trying to adjust over here. (laughs) Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Good, good, you know. Yeah, the usual. Just staying busy. Cool. How are you? Good. Same. Staying busy. <laughs> Do you have your holiday decorations up yet? Oh my gosh. No, I haven't even taken Halloween down yet. Okay. I wasn't sure how you were feeling. If you were ready to switch from one to the other or if you're still holding on to Halloween for a while. Uh um, I'll probably take Halloween down either this weekend or next weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't do a whole bunch of decorating for Halloween a little bit like the least that I could do was like hanging some things up that didn't require anything but a place to stick them yeah so I think I'm almost ready for for the holidays I don't know but ready or not here they come I know I feel like we're gonna be like staring down the barrel of Christmas here pretty soon yeah like I mean Thanksgiving is a week from today I was like oh that's really soon. it feels early you sound weird uh why i don't know why it sounds like robotish robotish uh i will tell you that right before we got on my um printer started like flashing as if it was going to print something and i have not sent anything to it to print so there's that yeah it like sounds like you have like like a voice changer on or something like when you lean forward ago it got like all buzzy and staticky sounding you know what (laughs) is it still really bad no it's not bad okay um yeah there my the teacher that i just found out is all into spirity things too um she asked me to come into her room this afternoon well this morning and this afternoon for a couple things and there's some things some things in there um and yeah so I'm wondering if something's you know know, things are awry when I put my back up against the wall in her room I felt like I could channel so I was like nope gotta get out of here um (laughs) so yeah there's some things going on in there but you know when you're in schools a lot of like littles that have a lot of traumas and things it's you know there's a lot going on (laughs) yeah it was a full-on like spectacle in one of the classes last week I told you about that yes y'all it was a second grade classroom and all of a sudden someone like dropped their water bottle they all have their own water bottles now and it's not like a plastic one it's like a a freaking you know yeti or something like a stainless steel one it's so loud and just chaotic but at the same as soon as that happened Something fell off another desk, and then I watched this notebook, like, make this arc <laughs> from a desk near me to right b- <coughs> right behind me. And I was like, um, 
what is happening? It was just pure spirit energy, just roaming that room. And all the kids were like, oh my gosh, it must be a ghost. And I'm like, but really it is. Goodness. So yeah, there's a lot. Goodness. Yeah. All those, all the kids, peoples are there and it's just, (laughs) it was, I mean, it was like comical. All the kids were laughing and like, it was just, (laughs) it was a whole mess, but I'm watching these things move in ways that you shouldn't. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is not the kid doing this. Gosh. Wow. Second pair of earbuds that the left ear piece has gone out. What? Yeah. I just put out a new pair of earbuds because the ones I used last week, I don't know if I told you, but the left one wasn't working. And now this one just now in the middle of our conversation stopped working on the left side. Yeah, you got a spirit in there with you. Death, what's happening? Yeah, you you definitely. Oh my God. Now there's a ringing. Mm-hmm. Mine were ringing a second ago. Even when I pulled the earbud out of my ear, it's ringing on the left side. Awesome. And my left contact is dry and blurry. Is that like oh, <laughs> the left one? <laughs> if the oh, <laughs> falling apart slowly but surely over here. <laughs> oh my goodness. If the cat heard it. If the cat heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Christina from the Ghosties Podcast, and I get this question all the time. How can I book a session with you? Head on over to christinathemedium.com. I offer meet your spirit guide sessions, spirit chat phone calls with yours truly, distance Reiki by proxy sessions, as well as Reiki certification classes. If you've been thinking for a while now about jumpstarting your spiritual awakening and healing journey, definitely check out christinathemedium.com or find me on my TikTok channel at Christina the Medium and click on my link tree to book a session. Looking forward to working with each of you. Love y'all. Oh, hello. <laughs> Is it working? Am I robotic? Oh, uh, you sound good. <laughs> good. Here we go. You know what? Good. Here we go. Here we go. What are we talking about? We are talking about the granny witches of Appalachia. Okay. Listen, I was so worried for a second. You were going to be like, I thought this was your episode. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the granny witches of Appalachia. Yes. Yes. Girl, I'm here for it. Yes. So I actually heard about this. Um, So I was looking into like a, foraging classes and like herbalism classes and I stumbled upon um an herbalism uh school for hold on let me see the the name again hold on it is called um the Appalachia School of Holistic Herbalism um and it's in Asheville North Carolina so that's listen (laughs) hold on (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) The things that they have in the mountains and you want to do a foraging class. Yes, girl. Oh, my God. Love it. Uh, Um, I'm here to support you. I would love it. Listen, (laughs) we know if all of this is going to be around us for forever in terms of like resources and things. So when to like, and I'm not saying that because I know something that, you know, no, I'm just saying it would not hurt. 
for you pick another source of mountains to go to, not the one with that you don't go in after dark. <laughs> <laughs> after dusk, you're not allowed outside. Close your windows. Ooh. Well, like that got my attention when I saw that it was like in the Appalachian region. And then when I saw that there was such a thing as granny, which is I was like, okay, now I've got like a rabbit hole to go down. So- I need a visual of a granny witch. So apparently granny witches were like, the older female like matriarchal role in the household so it was usually like the grandmothers the great-grandmothers the aunties um you know when mom reached a certain age but it was usually a woman of a certain age um that basically um was into herbalism they knew all of the home remedies they also did spell work as well as energy work when you said a woman of a certain age, all I could think of was Samantha. I'm a little bit older than you ladies. <laughs> <laughs> As they all stood in the, the mirror in the bathroom. <laughs> like, what? Mm. Sorry, y'all. I'm a little bit older than you. <laughs> a little bit older. No, and I'll probably never need one again. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we have to move forward. I'm so sorry. We've lost everybody at this point. Y'all gotta Google that. <laughs> Sex in the city, you guys. Oh, should I have said that word? Are we fine? Can we say that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're fine. You know, I don't want to have to change our rating. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Before I get ahead of myself, the Appalachian Mountains. Let's talk about that for a second. The Appalachian Mountains are a system of mountains that's eastern to northeastern uh, North America. Um, they were formed roughly 480 million years ago. I did not know that. Uh, the Appalachian region includes 423 counties across 13 states. Uh, the mountains span through Kentucky, Alabama, Maryland, and Georgia, Mississippi, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, South Carolina, Tennessee, West Virginia, Virginia, and Pennsylvania. I need to know if, I think it's called Mountain City, Georgia, is a part of that. Because my mom lived a couple places in Georgia, and I was young, but the vibe, honey. I need to ask her if anything weird happened. I'm going to make myself a note. I'm sorry. I'll get that. That's me making a note. Okay. Continue. I'm so sorry. <coughs> hey, I searched it. Mountain City. Uh, it doesn't say immediately that it's a part of that. Because, I mean, she literally lived what seemed like in the mountains. Like, I have to, it, I literally, I was probably in like fifth, sixth grade-ish. I need to just confirm with her the locale, but it's very interesting. I didn't know, I didn't realize, sorry about you guys, I do not teach geography. I didn't realize it went all the way up to uh, Maryland. Yeah, I didn't either until I was doing this research. I teach elementary and not geography. (laughs) Don't come for me. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I also didn't know, but apparently like the hill folk in the mountains, um, depending on how you pronounced Appalachia, would determine whether or not they trusted you or not. What if you say Appalachia? Is that like no go? They would think you were a fed. Ooh, that would be me. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm definitely not. Now, Green- also, is the Hills Have Eyes based on that? I'm so sorry about me. I don't know about that. Because if you think about it now, I'm wondering. 
I don't know about that. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to write, I'm making notes. We need an intern. I have to say, I've never seen The Hills Have Eyes. I think I did 20 years ago when the first one came out. I'm pretty, I think they have like three now. Um, location. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, so I kind of went down this rabbit hole basically when I heard about Granny Witches. Um, so this is what I found out about Granny Witches of Appalachia. So it says, um, in the olden days, hospitals were usually often too far away and a little suspicious to the hill folk within the mountains. (laughs) The law might have been involved. (laughs) uh, (laughs) When accidents and illnesses happened, the locals usually relied on the granny witches to help heal the townsfolk. These traditional folk healers were skilled in herbalism and home remedies, spells, as well as superstition and energy work. Granny witches uh, healed through magic. Um, They usually healed sickness and disease. They birthed babies. That was one thing that they were into was midwifery. Um, They removed curses and could divine for water. Uh, They also did a lot of weather predicting as well, from what I gathered. Um, In the far reaches of Appalachia, granny witches were often the sole source of medical care and spiritual guidance. Their practices were simple, inventive, and always grounded in the natural world. So usually also because many of the settlers, when they first migrated inwards into the mountains, had really nothing but the clothes on their back. There wasn't access to medical care. Um, There weren't doctors everywhere. And usually they didn't have the money or the means to reach out to those doctors if, you know, there were some locally. So this is usually when the granny witches would step in. So their roots and their knowledge really stemmed from both the indigenous within the Appalachian Mountains that were already present as well as their own uh, cultural roots within um, Irish as well as Scottish traditions. Um, When they migrated over into the 16th century, um, they brought those traditions with them. Um, So often they said that like many times the European settlers would get into like bloody battles and scrimmages with the indigenous, obviously when they would try and move into their territory. But for many of those instances, they said that for as many fights as there were, there were also just as many friendships that were formed. And when that happened, they exchanged information. Um, and that's kind of how each other, you know, mutually helped each other survive and continue to thrive. So it said um, traditional granny magic included a lot of different practices from dowsing for water, which was the practice of looking for water with a forked stick or a length of copper. It was a valuable skill to have if you and your neighbors needed to dig a new well. Practitioners often tended uh, to the needs of women. Um, They worked as midwives and assisted in the birth of new babies. They could also be counted upon to provide herbal remedies if a young woman didn't want to become pregnant also. Um, In areas that rarely had access to professional medical care, the granny witch worked as a healer. She crafted tinctures and salves as well as teas with curative properties. Um, Divination would also be done in uh, the remains of tea or with coffee grounds in the bottom of a cup. 
Um, let's see, in 1908, John C. Campbell went to Appalachia to conduct a study of the living conditions in the mountains. The result was the book called The Southern Highlander and His Homeland. It says, according to Campbell, one may become a grandmother witch, young in the mountains, if she has survived the labor and tribulation of her younger days. She gains the freedom in the place of responsibility and authority in the home, um, which is hardly rivaled by the men of the family. In sickness, she is the first to be consulted, for she is generally something of an herb doctor, and her advice is sought by many young people of half the countryside in all of the things from a love affair to putting a new web in the loom. Because of the religious environment of the Appalachian region, um, in which nearly everyone was staunchly pre Protestant, most of the people practicing what we would call today granny magic would have disregarded what they did then to be witchcraft. And many still kind of regard it as that, as being witchcraft and kind of like devil worship, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so like a lot of their remedies and a lot of their practices, I feel like at least from some of the research I did, I feel like has probably been lost based on that because they were kind of forced out of those areas of that strict religious practice that was taking right um it says in fact many of the charms and spells often involved the invocation of psalms as well as prayers and verses of the bible some famous remedies of granny witches i thought this was really interesting it says that they knew that catnip tea or red alder tea kept infants from getting hives or uh, like alleviated hives they prescribed uh, stewed calamus root to help. Uh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just trying to lightly move the microphone and it's not happening. It's about to fall. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, it's, they All right, we're good. <laughs> living. <laughs> sorry. I'm done. It's a, they prescribed stewed down calamus root um, to help colic. They put sulfur in the shoes, or excuse me, sulfur in the soles of shoes to help ease flu symptoms. Sulfur. Sulfur. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, and if someone came uh, to them with like a bad burn, they knew that blowing smoke and chanting the right words could talk the fire out, basically. Wait, I, I have a question. Isn't sulfur what smells like, like rotten eggs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Total doo-doo. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. They were probably different at that point. I mean, I'm sure they smelled in general, but you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. It also said that basically they would use sap from different trees um, to also like clot wounds um, and basically like act as a band-aid in certain instances. Um, they said that, uh, so the granny woman would also usually during times of childbirth, they would arrive at the home of the mother in labor, usually with a bag of herbs, roots, and leaves. Um, she would use these to help the mother safely deliver the child, um, and then usually recite a verse or two from the Bible or a protection charm was brought to keep both mother and child healthy, especially during the time of high infant and prenatal mortality. 
Um, it wasn't uncommon for the granny witches to do full pelvic exams throughout the course of the pregnancy to make sure that the baby wasn't breached. And if it was, they would usually reposition baby. Um, blackberry tea was given to mom to prevent hemorrhaging. Raspberry tea was used as a muscle relaxant and pain reliever. Raspberry tea is something, red raspberry leaf is something they use. I don't know if you can have it during pregnancy or if it's before to get pregnant. I can't remember, but that's, that's interesting because that's something that I was reading a lot about in my journey. So interesting. Um, it says slippery elm bark was used to speed up delivery, um, but they said that you had to be careful with slippery elm bark because uh, if it was used early on in pregnancy, it could induce miscarriage. Uh, they also used superstition to help comfort the expectant moms and patients. Um, they would sometimes do, now this really wigged me out. Um, they would do what was called quilling the mother. Um, they would fill a turkey quill um, with snuff and they would blow that into the mother's face when she was like halfway into her labor, or like towards the end when she was fully dilated. Um, and when she sneezed, that would help mom push the baby out. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Mm, that's, a little, that's a little creepy, but all right. <laughs> well, imagine like. Oh. No, thank you. You broke up. I could not hear what you said. Imagine what. Imagine if it was a big baby. Mm. Nope. You sound like electronic-y all of a sudden. Here we go. I mean, I'm literally, the microphone hasn't moved and I'm in the same position. Ooh, I heard like crackling all of a sudden next to you. Is it still bad? It's not as bad. God, let me see. Hold on. How is it now? Worse. Great. Right. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to be quiet. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. It says, uh, during delivery, all of the windows and doors of the house were open to represent the opening of the birth canal. Um, an axe was placed <laughs> next to the bed or under the mattress in order to cut the pain. Um, it was not uncommon also for the granny witch to stay in the house for several days afterwards, basically to like help mom get acclimated and heal after delivery and also to help baby, you know, start nursing properly. Um, she helped with all that stuff. Now, here is where I found Granny Witch uh, remedies that I thought were really cool. And a lot of these we actually know about. So this is kind of like bled into present culture. Um, so it says uh, all of the remedies were usually earth-based remedies. Um, for example, elderberry was used to soothe upper respiratory infections and colds. Um, they would also use those berries to make wine as well. Um, so let's face it, like <laughs> when you get a little uh, tipsy, you usually feel better anyway. And that tends to like open up your airways as well. Uh, putting potato slices in the soles of your socks at night could draw out fever or illness. Okay, uh, here comes the robot. So should I have been putting potatoes in my socks and not onions? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Let's see. Um, eating a whole or raw onion could help detoxify the blood. Um, my great grandmother actually did that. If I remember correctly, she used to eat like onions raw, like an apple. 
taking bread and soaking the bread in milk and then placing it over like a burn or a bite um, could help draw out like venom or even like um, help soothe the burn basically. Uh, smoking or ingesting skullcap plant could act as a mild sedative or a pain reliever. Ingesting clove could relieve chest congestion and ease cold and flu symptoms. Uh, they used garlic as like nature's antibiotic. Um, ingesting garlic, both raw as well as in any different forms, um, could cure colds and flus, as well as bacterial infre- infections. And like I've done that before, and it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it like shortened the life basically of that illness. Um, Golden seal plant was used to increase the body's immunity and ward off illness. Um, it was also really good for gut health. I can attest to golden seal. It's amazing. Um, echinacea flower was also, um, it contained antiseptic um, or antiseptic properties. Um, so it was good uh, like for wound care. Um, and it was also used to help boost your immune system as well. Thyme was used as an antiseptic as well as an antiviral. Ginseng was like the jam in the Appalachian region. Um, It was used to treat high blood pressure, um, (laughs) erectile dysfunction, inflammation, um, and to increase energy and brain activity. Uh, Let's see. Plantain leaves were used to create uh, salves as well as help heal burns um, as well as eczema. Uh, Ginger root was mixed with teas to treat nausea as well as heartburn. Uh, salt water was used to gargle, um, when someone was having a sore throat or if they were having like thrush in the back of the throat, they also used a lot of salt in baths to treat achy muscles as well as joints. Uh, let's see. Burdock plants were the jackpot of all plants. They were used to treat dysentery as well as joint pain, gout, water retention, bladder infections, acne. Um, some even thought that it cured cancer. Uh, the granny witches, this was also really cool. The granny witches were also like spiritual advisors, basically. Um, if you got your heart broken, you usually went to the granny witch of the family. Um, and like how often did they tell stories basically of like, you know, the young girl in the family getting her heart broken and going to grandma basically, you know, to be comforted. Um, let's see. So for example, for a broken heart, usually the granny witch would instruct the girl to write a prayer of intention, um, and take two candles and light those candles at sunset and recite her prayer, allowing those candles to burn down in their entirety. Uh, to rid yourself of nightmares, they would instruct you to get a bouquet of bluebells and place those next to the bed. Um, it was thought that fairies, you know, really tended to hang around bluebells. And very often, um, fairies, they thought, would kind of be ushered into the space and chase away those nightmares um, because they would be attracted to the flowers. This was also really cool. Um, they also had incantations for revenge. Um, so, for example, they would say, may the beats of the mountain devour your bones to dust. Yeah. yeah. May uh, the devil sweep you away, you hairy creature. I mean, dang. <laughs> May the demons from the abyss feast upon your soul. Listen, we, we get it. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, may the hounds from hell sit on your chest and bark at your soul. Uh, may the devil swallow you sideways. That got me. Mm. Mm-hmm. So in hindsight, they were 
setting intentions basically when they were reciting these incantations. Um, and really like when I was thinking about it, it kind of made me think of curses in a different way. Um, you know, those intentions with that energy has to go somewhere. So often it goes to the person that you're directing it to if you're focused on it enough. Um, so it was just really interesting. Granny witches were not playing around. <laughs> they sure weren't. But that led me to uh, now in present day, there is the Appalachian School of Holistic Herbalism, which is located in Asheville, North Carolina. Guys, I really want to go there. Um, but they, last time I looked, they were not uh, open for classes yet. I would love to go there. Ugh. It's probably, <coughs> excuse me, it's probably like in Sex in the City where um, Charlotte had to ask like nine times to become a Jew. <laughs> it's probably like one of those like groups, like you have to like know somebody and, you know, prove yourself worthy of being in the school. Yes. Oh my Do God. It. Yes. Well, <laughs> that's my show, y'all. Oh, that was good. Am I still robotic? Uh, it sounds like there's like a bell behind you jingling or something. Uh, jingling bell my god <laughs> i can't win <laughs> well this was great and um that's really cool i heard a lot of things that i know remedy wise and that i know that we still use today and i thought i think that's really neat yeah some of these i need to know more hello hello you still there okay sorry yep i don't know what happened <laughs> some of these i'm going to have to try for sure Yes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and email your stories for the next Go Share, which is coming up soon at the Ghosties Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye.